Today's podcast is brought to you by VSA Partners. Meaningful experiences with valuable brands. Signed by VSA. VSA is a hybrid brand strategy and design agency. They partner with business, strategic, and creative leaders, combining their strategic consulting with design-driven experiences to solve business problems and create breakthrough brands. They have begun to work with Web3 companies and would like to work with you too. For more information, go to vsapartners.com. Again, that's vsapartners.com. Cryptocurrent is happy to announce the AgMe Conference. Austin's going to make it. Our inaugural event will celebrate the vibrance of Austin's Web3 ecosystem by featuring a curated slate of panel conversations with the community's subject matter experts, promoting the local culture of innovation and setting a precedent for Web3 event accessibility by providing an in-person event. Join us at the Speakeasy venue on Congress Street for an amazing experience filled with networking, marketing, receive alpha, and enjoy the happy hour party to bring it all home. For more information, go to agmicon.com. That's A-G-M-I-C-O-N.com. Please get your tickets and we look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crypto Current. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a very special guest talking about a very important topic that I don't think we spend enough time on, but is very essential to all things Web3 and in all things entrepreneurial and business. And I think we have a really, really cool conversation lined up for today. We have Aria Navarro, who's the Chief Strategy Officer with VSA Partners. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Excited to, really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm excited to unpack all the really cool things that y'all are doing over at VSA. You're helping to create meaningful experiences, creating valuable brands, and we're going to take a deep dive into all of that. But before we do, Let's learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us a little background on yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, my um, my background is actually in, in innovation. I've spent the last 20 years basically helping companies figure out the future. Where do they need to go? If their business is being disruptive uh, or disrupted, if there are new technologies coming in, if consumers are changing behaviors, what do you do with your core business? How do you expand to new businesses? So I've done everything from big global business strategy to experience design to service innovation to brand strategy and kind of and kind of everything in between. So I've had a a really, really fun run. I've worked with everyone from Coca-Cola to Google. So and 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 everything in between. So it's it's been a really good, a really good stretch. And which is really great that you've been able to deal with all these like big entities, understanding brand, how do you create that loyalty, that, 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 that fan culture of, of, of really having someone that will come back over and over again. And, and as a people are building here in Web3, people always come back to that community. How important is the community in, in doing all these things? And clearly you have a lot of skills that translate into the world of Web3 coming from Web2. But you know, what was that first introduction into crypto and blockchain? Like, how did you even first learn about this space? Okay. I, have to tell, I have to tell you, I have a personal story and then I have a work story. The personal one came before the work story, and it was interesting timing, um, and it actually helped me a lot with the work that I later ended up doing. So I I got involved with crypto first uh, on a personal level through a friend, and I, it probably happens that way for for a lot of people. And he's one of those like nerds that once he you know learns something, any topic, it'll take him twenty four hours to be you know smarter than everyone else in the room. So I think we were having dinner and I'm like, oh, I've been thinking about it. You know, it's just such a steep on-ramp. I'm not sure how to get into it. And he's like, just you wait. I kid you not, within three days, 
I had gone down a rabbit hole so deep that Alice in Wonderland would not have found her way out. And I had, you know, my Dex tools in one screen. I had my Telegram going on my phone. I had two different wallets. I was trading meme coins that my 13-year-old son was making fun of. He's like, mom, what are you doing <laughs> buying one piece? And I'm like, stop. I've talked to the developer. I know what's coming. <laughs> so it became <laughs> such an insane journey. And it was so intense. And I got hooked so quickly. And I'm, you know, I'm, a, I think, a responsible adult. And I, I, I sort of informed myself and I educated myself really quickly. And, and I, I still got hooked so fast that when I came out of it, and I came out of it, honestly, mostly because I lost everything, like a lot of people, when I came out of it, I realized I'm like, holy crap, like I was getting up at four in the morning to avoid, you know, get or to get cheaper gas prices. And I was like on the phone on my daughter's birthday and it became sort of quite addictive. And as a branding expert, I started to think about, holy crap, like it takes years for a brand to build this kind of adhesion. It takes years for brands to create this love and this fanatism and this following and this sense of community. Like, what is it about this? Other than, yes, you're going to, you know, it's fun and you're going to make money, but what is it about it that's so powerful? So that was my personal, and I'm going to connect the dots later, but so that was my personal experience. And I'm like, damn, this is, this is worse than drugs. You know, this is pretty creepy. And then, cut to we were brought in by and i can't name them but one of the top five trading platforms uh to help them do their strategy and it was you know so exciting and you start the conversation with the obvious things like what makes it different what are your features do your wallet better or not you know do you keep the key or not what are your transaction fees are they cheap or low you know like the obvious things but then you start to talk about okay who are you targeting and who are you trying to bring in? And what's the behavior that you want? And are you going after, okay, it's the crypto curious. Well, what does that mean? How old are they? How much do you want them to invest? Oh, okay, you want to hook the 18-year-old with a 50 buck buy? Okay. So like, what are the ethical implications of that? How do you start to think about not just the present, but the future of that? What is the value of money that you're teaching that 18-year-old? So I'll stop there because that's hopefully we can unpack sort of then the ethical challenges of that. But how we how we position crypto or how we continue to position crypto maybe after the crypto winter it's going to naturally change because people are freaked out but as we come out of this which i'm pretty sure we will and start to forget quickly how how do we position crypto for the for the entry level um and not even entry level even if you're i mean i i have people in the office they're like i put all my savings in crypto i'm like really because <laughs> that was that bold um, and they're adults, you know, they're they're grown-ups. So I, I think we all as as marketers uh, have a tremendous responsibility to work with our clients and of course clients as well and every single uh, platform because the you know the coins aren't normally gonna be the ones sort of leading the charge because they just want to create the volume. But the the platforms and the marketers have a huge responsibility to really think about the implications of what we're trying to do. Oh, definitely. And and thank you for that. It, the the rabbit hole that you explained, I, I feel very similarly when I first learned about the the space. As soon as I started digging, I didn't look up for days. And when I came out on the other end of it, it was, okay, one, why doesn't a lot of people know about this? And then two, like how we do it in a responsible way for people to participate in this space and have it feel safe and have it feel like you know enough to dabble but not enough to absolutely be a degen and put all your money in and lose it all. So 
as as you 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 brought up a really interesting topic that I don't think we've really broken down on the show, and I want to spend uh, some time here. You know, how do you start to explain or create like ethical mandates? Um, and on either, you know, crypto trading platforms or, you know, DeFi protocols and even some of these DAOs that are getting set up and like creating responsible design for these people that you're onboarding, right? So like, like you said, if, if your target audience is the, your first time investor, um, that's, you know, 18 to early 20s or even later on in, in life where you have uh, people who are potentially putting in some retirement money, like how do you, how do you go about that? Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join cryptocurrency Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. Yeah, that's that's such a great question. So first, first you have to understand what are the pieces that are creating that craziness, right? That fanatism. And I I always like to equate the not to other brands you love, right? Because you, you know, there's brands that there's brands that everyone loves, Nike or Apple or like not everyone, but you know, a lot a lot of but think of other things that people are fanatical about. Think about sports teams. There's sports. There's there's teams that haven't won anything a hundred years, and people are still fanatical. Like what creates that fanatism? Religion, cults. You know, there, there's there's other things that create. And and I started to think about that after my personal experience. I'm like, well, this feels more like Scientology, you know, than than something sort of healthy. So when you think of things that are that are that create that fanatism. They have a shared language, right? So there's 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 words when you go on to there's there's word, there was language that I had never heard of in my life. Run the dip, do the dip, run the, like what, like who's the dip? What are we eating something? What is this? Oh, I get it, right? That's you're hyping up the price, you know. So so there's a shared language. There's common symbols, whether that's a mascot, whether that's a logo, whether that's colors, uh, whether that's your, your flow key tattoo, what, whatever that is, there's 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 common symbols. There is a steep uh, or a seemingly inaccessible entry level, so it's hard to get into crypto. But once you do, there's a sense of belonging and exclusivity, and all of those things most of the times require time. So when you invest time in something, when you really engage and invest time, it's harder to get out. Why? Because they're, oh, I haven't invested all this time. What do you mean? I'm not going to, you know, I can't switch from the Yankees to the Red Sox. I've been Yankees fan for 10 years. Like, what? 10 years down the drain. I can't do that. So when you start to think about how do we do this responsibly, it helps to break it down and say, okay, what are the levels of engagement that I think are healthy, that I want to drive for this platform, this brand, this coin, blockchain, what, how, how, whoever you are that you're targeting or that you're selling? What is the level of knowledge that I want to require to get involved? 
you know, what is that experience and how am I going to build an experience? Yes, that's really fun and engaging and surprise and delight, but without creating the, the endorphin hit every time, you know, without the fireworks. And then how do I create a sense of belonging that yes, it's, yes, it's an exclusive club, but not to the point where it either leaves others behind or it creates power over the rest because it's in the power that then you start to get the dysfunctionality. It's like, okay, you have whales. Oh, God damn it. So then they control the whole world. You know, so there's all these different variables that if you break it down almost methodically, then you're like, okay, let, let, me, let me hit those one by one so that I can then ultimately say, okay, well, here's my message and here's how I want to, how I want to attract who I want to attract rather than just bring everyone on because we're just building volume and then we know eventually they're going to spend more. That's right. just sort of a lazy I, approach. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are building and they, they are solving a specific problem, potentially for a specific person, but that doesn't bring you to critical mass. So you have this conflict of like, okay, yes, you, you need to start narrow, but then as you try to expand, are you thoughtfully expanding? Or have you thought about the implications? Like, even though I built this thing for this particular type of person, if someone else who it doesn't fit this bubble, have I done it in such a way uh, that brings not just value, but it's like from an, even from an ethics standpoint of like, does this shoe fit all sizes? And a lot of the times the answer is no. And how can people who are trying to build a brand, who are trying to build these really great products in web three, start to methodically think through all like more scenarios so that it's what they're building is a lot more intentional for that growth and expansion. Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic question. By the way, um, I did a I did the strategy for quantum computing a few years ago. It's honestly one of the hardest things I've ever done because it, it took me a very long time to even understand. And one of the things that we did then, and I and I recommend this for you know crypto and crypto curious or crypto experts, whatever level you're at, is to build that experience for these different levels. So when we did quantum, we're like, okay, how do you explain quantum to a five-year-old? How do you explain it to a 10-year-old? How do you explain it to a 15-year-old? How do you explain it to a 20? How do you explain it to a 30? You know? So when you, when you put the human at the center and you come at it through the lens of empathy, not through the lens of like just attracting whomever, then it's easier to make those choices. And it's like, okay, cool. I have people who are curious who just like want to dabble. Okay, what's the way to do that, to attract them in a way that's really meaningful and responsible? Then I have those that already have tried a little bit and were disillusioned. Okay, how do I bring them back again in a way that's healthy? And what what would that healthy relationship be? Then you have, you know, the the investor experts. Okay, cool. What's compelling to them? What's meaningful to them? So, you know, at VSA, one of the things that I think separates us from, honestly, other consultancies is, and it's because of our, our design heritage, we, we look at business and strategy through the lens of human value. So how, how can we create better human experiences? That's just innately who we are at the company. It's what our founders thought um, about, you know, how do you use design to create better human experiences, which basically means how do you turn any product into something meaningful and of value? So if you think about crypto through that lens, or NFTs, honestly, because NFTs may be at higher risk now of creating, of wreaking havoc than crypto at the moment. If you think about it through that lens, it's like, okay, what is meaningful value? Meaningful value can be entertainment. 
So it's cool. Okay, fine. It's like, hey, trade for fun. Okay, we're going to cap you at 100 bucks. I don't know. I'm making this up, but like it's an idea. So it's okay. That's meaningful value. It's like learn how to trade. Cool. You know, we're going to cap it at 100. We're going to give you 100 fake coins so that you can learn. Fabulous. That's You've brought someone in very responsibly. Trade for currency because you're going to use it to buy. Cool. We're going to teach you how. Here's how we're going to set you up. Trade for investment. Okay, are you level one investor, level two, level three? How's, so you, if, if you bring in the human side, now it takes work and it takes, you know, diversifying an experience and a UX and it's not easy for companies to do it, but it's doable. We do it for brands all the time. So let's spend a little bit of time there because I think you bring up a, a really great piece of the importance around spending time on branding and going down these different webs of different experiences for the different types of people uh, who are coming to your product, your platform, et cetera. One of the things that, again, that that y'all really pride yourselves on are meaningful experiences. Can you kind of break down how the meaningful experience doesn't have to just be in person, in real life, uh, even from how someone comes to your website and then is being onboarded and every every part of that is an experience. Can you kind of break down the importance of strategy around those different types of experiences? Okay. I feel like you you work at VSA because that's literally when, when we talk about experience, we're like, an experience isn't just an event or a website. It's every interaction you have. So whether it's, you know, you, this is a full experience, right? I'm talking to you, you know, you are part of the experience, your UX is part of the experience, the quality of the sound is going to be part of the experience, the content, of course, is part of the experience. So everything is an element in that experience. So again, when you, when you look at a brand, we see brands as an ecosystem. And we really look at, okay, because I'm putting the human at the center, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to create something that's not meaningful to you. I actually don't want to do anything that's not something that you actually need. I don't want to solve a need that you don't have. I want to create as much real value. And that's what we call meaningful value. Whether that whether I am providing entertainment, whether I am providing the actual value of the product or service, and maybe that's enough and that's okay. Whether I'm, pre- I'm creating... Uh, time or giving you, you know, how do you use 10 minutes in a way that's really exciting? Uh, whether I'm, what, whatever that is, I'm all, we're always thinking of how are we creating meaningful value, real tangible value. And to do that in strategy, you have to do a lot of work up front because that means understanding the customer base, that audience, you know, if we take it back to crypto, what are the different levels of investors or the different level of people coming in, really understanding those needs and then creating whether it's experiences, messaging, promises, digital experiences, NFTs, like whatever that is, but through the lens of how am I creating value for this audience that I've taken the time to understand. So we want to do that work up front because we're firm believers and honestly like obsessive about not putting more noise out. It's not about like, let's let's throw out 15 different messages and see what sticks. Because you can't, right? That's the, world of, that's the world of digital. You can A-B test anything. And we all see it. I'm like, why am I getting this on my social feed? This makes no sense. So we try to minimize the noise for brands so that you don't end up being pissed off at a brand. But I'm like, ooh, okay. I didn't even think about this, but this is, this is they get me. So that's kind of the, the whole loop of from strategy to meaning to an experience, 
that's really cool. And that's something that's going to resonate with you. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate you breaking that down. I think what's happening right now in current market conditions for uh, a lot of people who are building, uh, the builders who are listening to this right now, or even those that are trying to learn more about this, even in your own uh, journeys, right now is a really good time to be putting your head down and building and figuring out a lot of your own processes and who your target audience is, et cetera. And for you have a lot of new Web3 companies that are getting ready to come into the market. You have a lot of companies who have realized, okay, we put out this thing. Now we need to really figure out what is our bread and butter? What is our true brand? All of this different stuff. So for, for someone who's looking for that type of help, uh, you know, what are some steps they can take? Or even if they wanted to you know, partner and work with a really great branding company, aka VSA Partners, like how does that process work? Yeah, great, great question. I, I mean, it, again, it, it just goes back to the to the audience and to your customer. So take the time to understand their lives. Take the time to understand their passion points. Take the time to understand their relationship with technology. Take the time to understand what stage in their life they're at, because it doesn't. It's not an age thing, uh, and it's not necessarily uh, what brands you love or don't love. But it's really understanding where is your head at. You know what. What are the roles you played, you know, in your life? You know, you can be a parent, you can be an executive, you can be a, a, a gig economy, you know, Uber driver. Like it doesn't really matter, but it's sort of understanding the underlying needs and desires of, of your audience and then building meaning for that, building experiences that are going to add value and being thoughtful about that. You know, there's brands that sometimes like, oh, can we build an NFT? And, and you go like, no. Because I don't think actually, you know, people are going to want to have a, a a deeper experience with X kind of category or X, you know, I don't want to name names, but, and then there's other, there's other brands where you're like, wow, this is an extraordinary opportunity to really be thoughtful and to deepen that relationship and to like show them who you really are, you know, and to bring some of the things that I know about you to the, to the forefront, the things that you've been afraid to show. So I think it's if if you start from a place of truth, um, then then that's that's all you have to do, you know. And it's and if your place of truth is honestly, I want to create this experience that's just all about entertainment. That's it. Then cool. Then own in. That's your can you know have that conviction. Do it thoughtfully. Do it like where it's not required to spend twelve out of the twenty four hours a day hooked on it. So do it in a way that you try to manage for that. So truthful and ethical are kind of the two things that I keep going back to when I think about what three and when we think about how we bring Brendan. And I think those are two great words, truthful, ethical, as we keep bridging this gap from the people who are leaving traditional web two, coming to web three, uh, maybe even making a stop along the way. So I'm like a, a 2.5 version, if you will, just to help keep, keep bridging this. And something that I think is really interesting around branding is because you've been able to see a lot of these brands that took years, right? Took years to establish. And in crypto, people think they can just turn it on overnight. And because there have been some some brands that have come out that have done pretty well in a short amount of time, but you see a lot of others who have this gigantic rise up and just fall off the face of the earth. How does someone create longevity in their brand? And they, you make sure that you don't, you know, as, as quickly as you go up as a firecracker, you explode and then now you're gone and forgotten, right? Like how, how do you have that sustainability um, as people are like thinking through this, like surviving when these bearish times happen, right? Making sure when things are, are bullish that, you know, you're able to access as much as possible. 
what are things that people can proactively be doing now so that they can make sure that they survive into the future? Are you sure you're not a strategist? These are these are <laughs> questions that I would be asking. This is awesome. I that's a that's a great question, and honestly, it goes back to truthful, but a little bit of a different angle to that. You have to do what's real and credible for your brand. If you are a brand that has interacted with customers at a distance, right? And if you let's say you all you've ever done is advertising, you know, TV, digital. And call it a day. You know, you, you've never built a relationship. It's always been very transactional. Let's see, let's put it that way. You can't expect or go to your like your, your example, like from okay, I've never bothered to get to know you to hi, <laughs> I'm here. I've created this whole NFT community. Do you want a token? You know, do you want membership into the soda soda pop world? No, I don't. Because why would I? I've never had that relationship. So. And again, I'm not saying brands shouldn't go there. I'm just saying you have to do it in a methodical way that builds credibility that's true to you as a brand. And I think you hit on something quite important that is consistent. So it's no different than, you know, I always, simple terms, it's a relationship. A brand is a relationship, right? You, brands you like or hate or crypto coins you like or hate or platforms you love or hate, they're relationships and they can go sour and they cannot... And if you lie to them, if, you know, it's, it's the same thing. So if you use that premise and you break it down like that, it's like, okay, well, how do you build relationships? Well, first you introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Ari. I work here. I'm from Venezuela. I did, you know, I have two kids. I live in New York. Oh, what do you like? Well, I'm obsessed with crypto. Really? What? You know, so like, as you get to know people, we can have a deeper relationship. Okay. Well, Hey, why don't we go out to dinner? Okay. Well, that's what, that's level one engagement. Well, how do you equate that to, an NFT engagement or a community, you know, an engagement, like, what does that mean? So it's the same thing. You know, if you're back to meaningful, experience, if you're creating meaning and value that is true to you as a brand and true to your customers, no one's going to hold you. No one's going to hold your rent. No, no one's going to say, oh, how dare you? No, on the contrary, it's like, okay, I may not do it or I may not want it, but at least you're not going to crash, which I think was your question. Yeah. And and I think you did a good job of, of, of talking through that. So um, I definitely appreciate it. And I, I think you've given a ton of real, uh, just steps that people can start taking right now, really taking deep dives, taking a, a, a reflection right now of like, hey, I'm building this really cool thing. I have my head down. I'm doing all I can. But like, are you necessarily thinking about your brand? Are you thinking about how it impacts your community and who you're ultimately trying to build this thing for? It's a, it's a good time to, to reflect on a lot of that. And while we're in the moment of reflection, um, you've been doing this for a very long time. If you could go and impart one or two pieces of wisdom to yourself around branding to yourself when you first got started building your own business, doing your own career, et cetera, what would you tell yourself? Um. I'm going to say three things, and I think they're similar to what I just said about even just crypto. But one, be truthful to yourself and to your brand. Uh, two, have conviction. The greatest successes I've ever had are. It's not that you're that you are inflexible and don't back down, but you have to trust uh, what you're saying because there's just a lot of wavering trees in in any business, honestly, that can change with with the winds. And as a consultant, you want your client is looking for you to provide sort of that assurance. Uh, so truthful conviction. 
and consistency. And I know that's not really sexy, uh, but we all get bored of things before they've even had a chance to affect change. And that's just humanity. And I get that. But as a, as a brand, sometimes that constant trickle effect is much more important than even being different uh, or than having, you know, a splashy campaign or even a splashy product. It's like, it's the patient, not sexy sort of drumbeat that ultimately builds a brand. You know, we all talk again about these brands that we love. Nike wasn't Nike 40 years ago. This crazy frenzy is maybe the last 10 years. Look how long it took them, you know, and they've been a great brand for a very long time. So it's just, you know, you, but if you look at it, they've done those three things, right? They've been truthful to themselves. They've had, you know, ridiculous conviction and what they believe in and how they function. And I'm not saying they're all great, by the way. We, there's a lot of things, of course, that, um, that you could argue, but they're, they're very powerful brands. Um, and they've done it consistently. They've never deviated. Yeah, I, th- I think those are three amazing points. Everyone, rewind that back. Listen to it a couple of <laughs> times. Um, I know I'm going to and and make sure I'm I'm doing all three of those things as I continue to build brands uh, with, with my own businesses. But um, Ari, you've given us so much great information. Um, before we go to the final thought, um, one of the ways that if you want to connect and learn more about all the amazing things that uh, VSA Partners is doing, you can go to vsapartners.com. But what are, what, are, what are other ways that people can connect both with you and learn more uh, and, and connect with, with all the amazing things that y'all are able to offer? Yeah, I mean, the, the usual ways, hit us, hit us on, on Twitter, hit us on LinkedIn, hit us on the website, uh, call me, email me. I mean, we're, we're passionate about this subject. And I think the more conversations we all have, uh, I think the, the, better, the better metaverse and the better Web3 world we're going to build. And I think, honestly, it's on us. And that's the exciting part. Like, it is our responsibility to build a kick-ass world. And we have a chance and let's, let's not spoil it. That's my, that's my plea to everyone, you know, working in this business. Like we have a tremendous responsibility, but also an, an amazing chance to build, you know, a, a, an amazing and a better uh, virtual world. I agree. And um, I don't know if you want that to be your final thought. I think that's a really good one, but like also want to give you this opportunity. You've covered a lot today. You have uh, definitely piqued my curiosity around what more I can be doing around branding, but um, what's the final message that you want to leave with everyone here? I mean, I, th- I think it just, it just goes back to what I just said. I think it's, it's an amazing opportunity, but it also requires a lot of work and a lot of rigor. So yes, test and learn. Yes, innovate. Yes, you know, do th- this is the stage we're still in, right? It's a, it's a period of innovation and it's really exciting but always do it in a way that you're thinking about the the long-term impact and you're thinking about habits that you're going to build and new investors that you're thinking about communities that you're building and honestly reach out for help, you know, like, and, and it doesn't mean reach out to us as only, but like you do need experts that know what they're doing because not everyone knows how, I mean, we all know different things and that's cool. That's how it should be. So that you have building this up well up front so that then you don't have to think about that later, which we've seen that a lot. That's something we didn't touch on, but maybe for another time. Do it early. <laughs> Do it early. I, I think that's a good final thought. Um, 
you've given us so much today. Thank you so much for all of it. Everyone listening, make sure you go check out um, all the things that Aria is doing over at VSA Partners. Make sure you go check out their socials. And if you have any questions, make sure to reach out. We'll make sure to have all of the information in the show notes. But again, thank you for your time and for everyone listening. Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from LVU504. As someone who is new to the cryptocurrency world, this podcast lays out the information where it's easy to understand. I recommend anyone who is interested in learning more to check out this podcast. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our Moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. Thank you for joining us for another episode of CryptoCurrent. CryptoCurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the CryptoCurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other CryptoCurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes. 